Podcast. Would you reckon to that? That's good, pretty good. You made did you did you a solid? It did do me a solid. That's uh, I just want to uh, first things before I start getting into stuff is uh, I want to say thank you to um, my mate Jay Rids for giving me uh, making that tune for me. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Very cool. It was a bit well, there was a bit longer than that. It should be about thirty seconds, but it's about forty eight seconds. So I want to say thank you to Jay for that and uh, my artwork as well, which is done by Ash from Crash Tattoos. Um, I want to say thank you to him before we start get going. But uh, this is it, episode one. It's a bit nerve wracking actually. Uh, I'm, I'm with my uh, one of my good friends Rick Ellis from uh, the base of Stoke area where we live. That's correct, isn't it? That's correct. Uh, it's a Sunday. That's pretty irrelevant to a podcast because no one actually gives a shit if it's a Sunday or a Monday. What we're talking really does does it? I suppose not in the slightest. This is commute type listening. <laughs> it's commute type listening and, and a starter. So it's, it's basically like a, uh, a sort of. Um, learning point of what what we're actually going to talk about and it's the next thing i need to go on to is like this is the rare savage podcast what is a rare savage first is like it's from a group of um uh, what what's that group that we made isn't it a group of guys from uh covid would we say we called it yeah we bubbled up in covid there's been a few have come a few that have gone uh, one of the members managed to find little badges for us all that said rare savages. It's well, it says savages, doesn't it say rare savages? Oh, but we could, we could think about with, with that artwork from Ashes, I could get him to ask to change it and we could turn it into like a rare savage t shirt. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Merch, mate. mate. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That's so, a plan. That's a plan. Yeah, so it basically came from. Uh, what was it called the Rare Savage before, though? I mean, it was. Um, Anthony changed that, didn't he, I think? I just can't remember how or why, but I know he did. No, can't, can't remember. remember how I know we changed it not so long ago, but it was something else. But yeah, it was basically. Uh, is it your phone going, is it? Yeah, I'm just putting that onto airplane. Yeah, Sorry. so so we changed it and it's kept it as a, a, a little chatting group within um, WhatsApp, which is pretty cool. Yeah, sorry for that interruption. It was somebody who recently who left Jiu-Jitsu after I bought the Pete de Greek DVD wrist locks thing. Yeah. Oh, is that, Three is weeks that, later, is he it, moved is clubs. That, is that what's someone who went to the other club, was it? Because I bought that DVD. Oh, right. Was he asking? He asked me if you were all right, is he? Probably, yeah. He's good. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. He's all right. He's a nice guy. Just uh, shit scared of wrist locks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Rare Savage Podcast. I think I, I was pondering what I'm, what we're going to sort of basically talk about all the time. And I just thought, you know what? It, it, I think we're going to talk about the whole board of things. One, one of the main things that we will talk about is uh, jiu-jitsu, because that's what our love is. And a lot of the guys that I'm, I'm surrounded with is, is our jiu-jitsu-based guys. Uh, so I think we will go into a, uh, a chat in some of the podcasts definitely about about certain moves and maneuvers that we do and how we deal with it um, I'm, I'm my name's Paul by the way I don't think I've introduced myself yet but I'm a 52 year old uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner I'm a purple belt under Kevin Hall at uh, BSMA Basingstoke and Rick I'm not 52 I'm significantly younger uh, I'm also a purple belt under Kevin Hall at BSMA in Basingstoke. Been there now for six or so years. Both just, kids yeah. train there. Yes. Pool kids train there. Uh, it's kind of the place that we're happy at. And we yeah, I, love that. I, like, I like going there. We do helping out and coaching in the kids' classes. And we, when Kev's not available, we often help out on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Teach them lapel love and stuff like that. All kinds of jiu-jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu that we kind of, what we're into at that moment in time, I suppose. Because we do go through flurries of what, what we like to do and what we don't like to do. You know, so, uh, yeah, I kind of like, uh, 
What do I keep doing? I don't know what I do. Kimuras. I went to Kimuras at the You're moment. You're nasty of that Kimura trap. It's yeah. difficult. Try and do Kimura traps and stuff like that. But I mean, trying to talk into detail about doing that on the podcast is very hard. That's why you should YouTube it all. So uh, that's, that's, a, that's a good point, isn't it? Um, talking about like uh, overindulging on YouTube on, uh, on, on uh, like uh, looking at stuff like Kimuras and stuff. And, and when I tell people about how to how do training and stuff, is that not to overindulge too much in trying to learn about it? That's the correct thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, so if if people keep sending over, like like we've got a young kid in, the, in our group, he sends us over so much information about different things, and we keep saying to him, just look at one thing for the meantime. He's a white belt, by the way. A lovely guy. Every, my, my response to almost every one he sends me is, that's a funny guard pass. Yeah. <laughs> white belts need to learn how to pass guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you learn how to leg lock. So what, what me and Rick have just been doing, you know, like it's a, it is a Sunday morning. Like I said, big podcast land. No one really gives a shit what day it is. But uh, I te- I've got a loft upstairs with uh, a fully matted area. And so like this morning, we were uh, Rick came over. First time this year that we've done it because I've sort of been laxing about it. Is, it is, yeah, yeah. And so we uh, looked at, what do we look at? What do we do? Oh. oh, my son came upstairs because my son, son come, I, tra- I trained my son on Saturday and he had a bit of an off day yesterday, so he didn't train. So he wanted to come and train in the loft today. And we just, I was looking at loop chokes first, wasn't I? Did two loop chokes. Yeah. And then uh, he came in and we just started looking at some guard. We looked guard. at some stuff that generally the kids miss out on. Yeah. And it's not that they, it's not, not taught, it's more a case of they get distracted by other things such as submissions and bigger kids like with the kids the difference between an 11 year old one could be humongous the other one could be tiny and smother him yeah. yeah and the little one might not get a chance to do half the stuff they want to do that's what I get with Ted I think because Ted sort of gets totally smothered and he, he can escape really well because he's kind of a small, small kid for a 13 year old Yeah. but uh, yeah he gets smothered and then he just ends up tapping because he's being yeah, smothered basically yeah. on top and not submitting them but that's what they do isn't it but I love it I love I train kids on a Saturday morning and I love watching it and they're, they're getting better and better better and better the kids are and yeah. I, yeah I really enjoy that's it that's awesome mate yeah and I really enjoy teaching as well even though it's 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 a bit hard and intimidating a little bit sometimes because you always think you might uh, being a purple belt I don't know everything and, and sometimes I will do something wrong you know and I don't want to try and do it wrong, but sometimes I do do it wrong. But okay. it's still, the submission's there, but it might be not the right way of, of doing or planning it, I suppose. Question for you. You've taught from the four-year-olds all the way up to adults. Yes. What's harder? Kids. Definitely kids. Yeah, yeah kids, yeah, because they don't listen, they're little shits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all right. Some of the kids are all right. I think that there are some kids in there, like, proper, like... They want to do it. I've got this guy called Finley in my class, and he's, he's I mean, no, no, all the kids are good in there, but some of them sort of don't kind of get it, if you know what I mean. I think give them another year, they'll know how to do a Kimura properly, I suppose, and um, get the triangle right, get the angle right of the triangle and stuff. They're all, they're, they're all getting it, but they're not getting it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, but they love the rolling. Yeah. They actually love scrapping afterwards, which is really good. I think that just gets all the, the angst out of them, isn't it? That little, little it kid angst. And then you go back to their parents as nicer kids for the day. Yeah, hopefully. Well, that's what that's what I always say on my um, uh, on the on the on the WhatsApp group anyway. So <laughs> we'll see it from there. But um, as I hopefully as I go on with this podcast, I'm going to have other guests in as well. I've got actually on um I've set up I've set up a link tree which I'll put down in the. Um, uh, in my Linktree bio, which I'll link on the Instagram, 
and have to link it on my most dope dad because I've got more people follow me on most dope dad so I can do that than try and link everyone to, onto Linktree and then uh, <coughs> I download stuff onto a thing called Buzzsprout like on Buzzsprout I've got you you're on there actually I'll put, I'll put all my co-hosts on there cool. so like the, the, the hopefully like the three main co-hosts will be will be you uh, Tom Strong yep. who's most dope BJJ he's a brow belt fucking lethal as fuck uh, and he's just brilliant and he's just so knowledgeable so knowledgeable I think our next podcast he's going to be talking on it because he has literally just finished being a plumber and become a full time um, Jiu Jitsu instructor under Jay Butler and hopefully I'll be talking to Jay later on down the line because I want to I, want, I do one of the main things I want to talk to about to, to gym owners is about actual gym owners are actually that's their living yeah. you know they make their living from just being a Jiu Jitsu gym and a kit, maybe a fitness gym or, or yoga in there or something like that. I mean, wh- whatever it is, but it's, it's their main bread and butter. And I think people who do that are just absolutely brilliant. I mean, it takes a lot, a lot to do that and a lot of time to build a company up, I think, like that as well. Definitely. You know, so uh, I want to do that. So, yeah, I've got like basically um, you, Tom and, and Kevin. Yeah. So Ke- Kevin is like our, uh, uh, my instructor. He's a black belt, uh, uh, BSLA. Uh He's, I mean, he's been a black belt for, I think, maybe... When did I join? I think I joined about four and a half years ago, five years ago. He just got his black when I joined. Oh, had he? Yeah, because my, my, my story is I, I, I met a friend of mine. I used to do, like, kickboxing years and years ago before I was uh, cycling. I did a lot of downhill cycling. I gave that up because I kept breaking all my bones and my legs and bloody all sorts of stuff and pissing my wife off loads. And I, I started doing kickboxing. And then my mate came over one evening, one evening I used to ride with and he choked me out on, uh, <laughs> outside the front of my house. And he goes, you got to come do some jiu-jitsu. And I went, yeah, all right, I might have a little go on that. So I went on a Wednesday to Alton, uh, like total fresh club, which you like were under. It's under Andy Roberts. Yeah. And just a, a new fresh club starting in Alton. And uh, I went there. I think, there were, God, there was probably about six people in there training. Maybe that, that like t- two. Um, I think Brian was a purple belt then, and Matty, uh, God, it's Matt. I can't remember that's last name, but it was it was Brian and John Andrews, and they were like John was a purple belt and Brian was a purple belt. Now now they are black belts and killer drillers, but uh, yeah, I, st- I stayed there for a couple of years, but just found that the the uh, the process of driving there too hard, getting home from work, having babies and kids, and driving over there and then driving back. So I did that for like I think two years with them, and it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it and I, I would have stayed there if they were a bit nearer but then I, it was just convenient for me to go to, to Basingstoke same reason I left Andy Roberts to be honest yeah it was I wanted to be train at the same place as the kids uh, and actually I kind of left a bit earlier I got my blue belt three weeks later I knelt down yeah, you for years though, didn't you? You, I dislocated you my knee I was like two and a half three years before I properly trained again right so, um, so yeah I was, I was like the world's longest blue belt like 10 so, I mean, how many years now you've been uh, uh, practicing jiu-jitsu then I think I started 2012. What's that then? 11 years? I'm seven years in April, I am. Yeah, I'm 11 years, taking out two and a half years due to the injury. Uh, yeah, quite a long time. Yeah. People have got their black belts in the time I have my yeah. belt. Yeah, do, do you know, <laughs> you know like even on the belt system, you know, it was like you always wanted to get out of white. I was a white belt for a long time, I think, more, more than I should have been. Yeah. And then uh, that's just how I think of it. And I, I, then I became blue. And now I'm a purple, and I'm happy, and I'm, I could be, I'd be happy to be a purple to the the day I get put in a bloody coffin, probably. You know, I'm, I'm happy. That's a happy, very happy level. Yeah. 
you know, purple's a nice colour belt. I, saw, I think we talked to Brickley the other day, and he said, yeah, purple's a nice colour belt. You know, brown is just like brown, brown shit. He said, like that. It so is. we've just changed. It's quite funny. But yeah, I, I, I'm happy, and I'm happy to stay at, at this level f- forever. You know, it was, it's it's the midpoint, and I'm, it's it's good. Yeah. You know, and then it's just progression now, isn't it? And, and, and things happen, things happen, but I will feel no, no more pressure to um, go to that next stage now. No, it happens when it happens. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm very happy. I'm not belt focused in any way, shape, no. or form. But the only thing I would want a brown belt for is to knee bar somebody in competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that dog bar. <laughs> that dog bar is my best friend. Right. <laughs> I just want to dog bar someone just for fun. Right. Okay. Anywhere, yeah, anywhere like half as good as that one that happened in Worlds the other week. That'd right. be amazing. But yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, you should. Yeah. I'll, I'll find that link for you. Which knee bar are you doing? The, the one when you were one in guard? You broke no. my guard to sit on me when you did earlier. No, under over. Under over knee bar. Um, so the straight version, not the bent version. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good thing to do, isn't it? That's pretty cool, mate. It was just solid. It was just on. It was just not as bad as the one, I think it was Mi- Mickey or Mikey that tore that guy's knee. No, that, that, was a, that was a leg lock, wasn't it? Oh, that was a leg lock entanglement. That bloke was a mug. He should have tapped. Chinese guy, really. He's fucked for the rest of his, year, the rest of his life. And he's never going to walk properly, is he? So. Not worth it. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, that's our little brief talk about jiu-jitsu. Uh, we've got some questions we're going to ask. Because like I said, this podcast, I don't want to try and make them feel like we're going to have to do it. Like, oh, I need to do it for an hour. Because yeah. I'm not going to do that. I mean, if, if, like I said, a podcast becomes 15 minutes, it's a short chat, it's a short chat. If it becomes 20 minutes, it becomes 20 minutes. It just becomes the way it is. But I think what I want to do, linked in this podcast as well, is that we were going to ask each other some questions, weren't we? We are. So You're looking around. Do you want me yeah, to go first? Why don't you phone? start looking? Where's my bloody phone? I don't know. Where have you put Where it? Where have you put that? You've left it outside, haven't you? No way. Do you need to pause? Uh, no, we can't pause it. Oh. It doesn't have to pause. Um... I've got the one question. What's your question? Oh, I've got a couple of them for you. Um, Where's my bloody phone on? I thought I did have it. But go on, go on then. you got nothing on Joe Rogan, mate. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm pretty shit, and I? I actually had my phone on me just a second ago. I don't know where the fuck I put it, because I had all my questions on it. So I had a couple for you. Uh, one I've already asked already about kids versus adults. Yeah. When I first started rolling with you, I knew you as the spider guard guy. Right, yeah, yeah. And your spider guard was disgusting. It yeah. Was horrible, and I hated it. Yeah. And then we sort of got talking and rolling more and started to find ways around it. What made you stop Spider Card? Because I've moved on to something else, I think. But you were I think, brutal with it. I, 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 yeah, I used it for a while. I, I always had this thing where people say, oh, your open guard's quiet. This is the thing that's going through my brain a little bit. It's like, yeah, I like the Spider Guard, hurt my fingers a little bit too much, but I will use it if I have to. But it's trying to get, as you, as you like I said, you go up and everyone else goes up, they get savvy to certain things. They get, you know, you, you, tra- you train with like all the same people in the class. They get, kind of savvy to what you what, what you do yeah you know like me me and you we, we roll we sort of where you try to do certain things like your deep half guard i get out of that now if you know what i mean because we, we constantly train yeah that that way so yeah it's i just yeah i, I will use it i started using lasso guard a little bit but again it just hurts my fingers my fingers really hurt afterwards so you've got to convert to lapels yeah i could do that but then i've converted to 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 um the kimura yeah. start using the kimura and then um yeah Started using the core just for just for for hold for holding positioning people in certain ways. So, you know, yeah, I just stopped using. But I might start using it again. I don't. I don't know. You know, people stand up and stop by the guard. It's quite hard to do certain things except from sweeping people. You can't go triangle them unless they're sat down. So, yeah, I will probably talk, make use of that again. I think you should, mate. Well, I think I, I can. I can actually remember the one question. Oh, here's my phone here. I've got it here. <laughs> Put the glasses on. 
This is a, you're gonna fucking love this one. Am I? <laughs> is it as good as the nickname that I made for you? Hey. Is it as good as the nickname I made for you? Well, this is these 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 are jujitsu ones. Here, this is jujitsu one. Right. If a smurf, if you if you start to choke a smurf out, what colour will it become? I've got no idea. Red, maybe. Do you want to go redder, or do they just go bluer? Oh. It'll be blue when it's dead, but surely red because there's going to be some heat from the choke, I'd imagine. Yeah, it smells blue, isn't it? It is, but I know I'm, I've got no idea. What colour do you reckon it'll go? I really just go bluer. <laughs> it might, might go red. It might, I'd have to, look, I have to go watch the Smurfs again and see if they do get embarrassed, but they're just like blue, aren't they? Yeah, I've never thought about what colour it's going to be. I have a lot of random thoughts, but that's nowhere. I thought that would that's be not a good, even a approach. I thought that would be a good one, man. You got that one? Yeah, so. You're, you've said you're 52, you're an older grappler. Yeah. What advice would you give to, we're getting quite a few older grapplers coming through at the minute. Yeah. What advice would you give to those that are coming in that do have life, kids, family, lack of free time, and potentially not as fit as some of these 20-year-old single guys that come in that live in the gym? Yeah, well, um, I suppose, I don't know, well, I have to, I have to compute with that one a little bit. Um, I what I do do is the, the certain processes I do. Don't, I can't train as much as I, I do now. I, when I first started and I, I had little baby kids, I was like training all the time. So like, like just as in the new year, like January, I, I trained like three days a week. I was doing Monday, well, I thought I was doing Monday evening, Wednesday evening, Friday evening, and training the kids on the Saturday. Yeah, got that month out of the way. And then, like a few complications out at home, we have a few things go on, and it, 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 it sort of affects, affects, it affects me a little bit. So I kind of hold back on the training. I, I need to train like twice a week. Yeah. So like, if I can do, still do the Monday and the Wednesday, and then do a, a Saturday, still train the kids on a Saturday, a Saturday, and miss the miss, miss the Friday out, I, I would do that. But um, I tend to what, what I tend to do is I don't tend to roll as hard now. I don't tend to roll afterwards. It, after we've done the tech, I won't roll uh, too hard. If you know what I mean, I might have two or three hard rolls, and then I'll have a break. I'll I'll have a break for two or three times because, like, so when I get home or I go to work next morning, I, I fucking ache. I really do ache. I take vitamins now, just just for them sort of stuff, and I do a bit of yoga as well. Again, I just stopped doing the yoga again because a few things happened in my life, and I've had to sort of uh, uh, get myself back on track a bit if you know what I mean so I've had a little bit of a wobble like the last couple of weeks but I'm alright now but so like from tomorrow I'm resetting myself a little bit yeah. so that's what I try to do I do resets so I'll have a bit of a a, a thing what goes on and then, and then I'll uh, I think about it then reset and get back on it again so I'll go back training I'll, I'll train this Friday if you know what I mean so but I will um, uh, pick certain people that I will roll with now if you know what I mean, and then, and then it's the per- the person that I might not roll with for a while, I will I will go roll with them every once so often. But it's it's not it's not that uh, they can they can, they can probably sub me. It's just that they're kind of hard rolls, and I kind of don't want to get hurt or yeah, uh, I agree with that. You know, so it's nothing else. against those people or, or anyone at all that uh, that in in the school or other schools that I go to, but. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to go and pick the the, the weakest person there because I never do that because I will roll with black belts and roll with blue belts and stuff. But there are people in our in these classes that are pretty fucking beasts. If you know what I mean, and they they kind of don't realise what they do. If you know what I mean, and it's fucking tough sport anyway, jujitsu. But there's nothing wrong with picking and choosing who you want to roll with, and it's not. It's nothing uh, offensive against them at all, and I don't dislike them. I don't hate them. It's just, I just. I just don't want to do do the role with them, basically. 
so now when I'm not in sort of fit, fully fit or I'm still recovering from injury or whatever, I will intentionally avoid the people that want to win the Pan Ams in the gym. Well, yeah, fit, yeah, yeah. I think, you, you always get them. You always, I, I, think don't, I, don't even, I don't even what you call them. You call them gym rats or something? I don't know. But they Is that my jumper you're wearing there? I'm... That's my hoodie. That's, I was looking for that. <laughs> Mine gone. He's wearing my hoodie. That's, I, I, that's what I was looking for just a minute ago. Anyway, sorry, mate. Yeah, go back to yeah, yeah. So we're going back to um, uh, what we're saying. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You pick and choose, and then uh, like being 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 a family man, it just get hard. You you got you have you have commitments outside the gym. I do jujitsu. It keeps me fit. I'm a fit fifty two year old. It keeps me mentally strong, uh, and that's what I do love. And there's some great people in that gym, yeah, really definitely. nice people. And I know for fact a lot of them do a lot of stuff for you, and I think it's brilliant. And I think that's any play, any any person that you do meet throughout your uh, your, for your your lifespan of doing jujitsu, and you meet a lot. Of, I've met a lot of people. I'm I'm a fr- I'm a friendly person, and I always love talking to people, and I always meet a lot of people, and uh, they'll always be friends for life. Totally. When I've cornered you at comps, loads of people pick you out of the crowd. It's nice, man. Mm. Got to do another comp soon, I think. Right, I'm gonna ask you another question now. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking stupid one. <laughs> which one? If animals could talk, which species would be the rudest of them all? So initially, I'm thinking cats. Oh right. Because let's face it, you can stroke a cat for a couple of minutes and it'd be having time of its life, and it's like, hold on, fuck you, no, don't you dare make me happy, and it attacks you. Yeah. Probably cats, really. But they're not faithful either, are they, cats? They just fuck off if they want to anyway, wouldn't they? Exactly. Um, uh, unfortunately, I have a cat. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Uh, it scratch it, does it? I don't, I don't hate it. It's the wrong word. I just, I just nothing it. If it wasn't there tomorrow and it had been given it away to a cat's home, I'd be fine at that. Right. Yeah, because they do what they want to do, don't they, cats? Yeah. They, 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 if someone feeds them... and, they, and they, I used to have a cat years and years ago. I had two cats. I always remember years and years ago. It's like they would one of them. One of them would just disappear for ages and ages and ages, not come back. And then it will rock back up. And it didn't look like it. It's been fed. If you know what I mean. I'm just coming back to say like feed me, and I'm I'm buggering off again. If you talk about the most aggressive animal out there in the world, I think it's a clownfish finding Nemo. I had a couple. A clownfish. They are nasty. Well, actually, Nemo the clownfish. They are the red, the, nasty. The, the, the red, red and white thing. Yeah, they are nasty fish. Really? If they were the same size as a great white shark, you'd get all these people a bit running from the ocean because the clownfish are coming. Really? Yep. Oh, I have to Google that one. Nasty. They've got swarm man syndrome. They would attack divers in their face. They are just nasty little shits. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and if you want, I can ruin finding Nemo for you because all clownfish are born male. When Nemo's uh, mum disappeared, his dad would have transitioned to be his mum. So Nemo probably would, in the wild, would have had sex with his mum dad and made babies. Do you reckon Nemo would do jiu-jitsu? you reckon he'd be like a black belt in jiu-jitsu then? I don't know. He's, I don't know. But I, I could see some possibilities for it. All right. That's a funny one. Right, I've got another one for you. you got one for me? Uh, Are you done them all? I've got them. I've got a couple of jo- I've got a joke for you as well. We'll, well. do the jokes. We do. We do. The other thing I'm going to end, end our podcast in, in a joke like shit. That dad. That dad jokes. I think. But I've got yeah. two. Well, you only give me one. You save the one for the next time. I got. I'll give you one more. I've got four questions, but I'll do one more now. Go on. This is just. This is like basically. Uh, if you can answer this right, uh, do penguins have knees? Nah, I don't think so. You can, you don't know that you can't even see it, can you? They just got his feet, don't they? Fairness, I don't really thought that much about a penguin. No. It makes I'm, you think. Makes you think about it. I'm thinking of the um, chocolate bar. 
that's like you say penguin that's what I'm thinking I haven't seen a penguin for ages no I saw one last year when I was in Lanzarote but didn't really pay much attention to it. A penguin in Lanzarote? What, in a zoo? Yeah, definitely in a zoo. They're, they're not the locals on the beach. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Right, um, we're going to wrap this up in a minute because we've got like a, quite a bit into this. So uh, what I'm going to say to you now, uh, Rick, you've got a joke for me. I have. I'm just trying to get my joke sorted found in a minute. Go on. So why did little Johnny drop his ice cream cone? Why did little Johnny drop his ice cream cone? Because he got hit by a bus. Oh, fucking hell that's really bad <laughs> oh god that's awful <laughs> you laughed that's really bad mate oh my god that's my nine year old's favourite joke right <laughs> I'm going to end it end it on this one okay alright why didn't Han Solo enjoy steak dinner because it's chewy <laughs> yeah <laughs> well done mate right, one last one go on do you remember that chiropractor joke I told you no it was about a week back oh fucking hell <laughs> that was shocking mate okay um, that was the Rare Savage Podcast episode one um, I hope you enjoyed it random talk it will be a structure of talking jujitsu questions and some jokes and talk about um, some I, I love TV films as well so and watching movies and stuff so I might have a little random talk about that every so often and, and that and um, I want to thank my guest Rick who will be on again at some time thank you for having me mate yeah cheers buddy and uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast and I'll check you out later thanks a lot guys and bye The Rare Savage Podcast